0: Hello, my name is Ben Schluter, and this is not Outward Thoughts, even though it was supposed to be. Let me just explain what this is. So I've decided to make things easier for both myself and for you as a listener um, by not trying to put my picks in along with the long episode that's coming pretty soon where I restart the NFL with 32 blank slates and 32 teams that need to be placed in a number of cities. Um, we'll see how well that goes, because it's going to be fun. Note that that... Well, I should say this. That's going to happen at some point. Probably not on this episode, because I have delved way too deep into that, but instead it will be me rambling on about something that's been irking me in sports for this year. Uh, y- you'll see, and yes, it does come from the salty wound of a Saints and Shoe fan. So, before we get into any of that. Note that no, there will not be a trivia question for this episode because this isn't a real episode of Outward Thoughts. It's just a bonus get my picks out there and all. Uh, It is Wednesday, and things are interesting already because, well, I can't pick the Steelers or the Titans to win this week because the game's a bit postponed. Now, I don't know exactly when this will go up either it's gonna go up today the 30th of September or tomorrow the first of October Uh, so we'll see exactly what happens and also in the intervening time because it's not even noon yet but let's go through this so first of all my eliminator challenge for the week I was right the Colts beat the Jets 36 to 7 now for this week's eliminator challenge I have chosen the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Miami Dolphins. Why? They, they should. They should do that. That has been saved. If you can hear a siren in the background, that's because I live like right across the street from a freaking fire department. It's great. So let's look back on week three of my picks. And my picks were the worst of the season. I only got nine points. Granted, I mean, that's because there were only 15 possible points to score. So, really, though, really, what is with the... I don't even know what's going on. Either way. So, time to look at my picks from the week. I missed the Jaguars game. I thought the Jags were going to win it for some reason. In the middle of the episode that we last did, of uh outward thoughts i was talking about or not outward thoughts i'm sorry the two point conversion episode on the lsu game i was talking about the bears and falcons game and um that was a fun game (laughs) let me explain what happened in that game if you didn't happen to catch any of it when i turned the game on the falcons were leading 26 to 10 it was like the third quarter and i think Mitch Trubisky had just thrown an interception, and he'd just gotten benched for Nick Foles. Now, the previous week, if you were not aware, the Falcons managed to blow a 20-0 halftime lead. They had a fifth, I think it was a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter, and they lost the game after failing to recover an onside kick because they had forgotten the basic rule, hey, you can touch the ball before it goes 10 yards, receiving team. Nah. They just stood around waited for it and then the Cowboys fell on it. I have had a hearty laugh at their expense for that one. So the Falcons said, "And eh, we're not going to do that again." And they lied about that because they managed to pull off a stunning failure. Now, I will say, you don't have Julio Jones and Russell Gage goes out in the middle of the game. That's going to be difficult for any team. But you have a 16-point lead in the fourth quarter. And you're supposed to keep those? Like normal teams? Okay. No. I get it. Maybe the game will get close. So close it out. But Weiku misses a field goal. And then the dam breaks. Well I would say that the game ended as a 4 point loss for the Falcons so that would have been 3 points that would have ended up not meaning much. Hmm. Oh, wait, didn't he miss an extra point? Again, didn't watch the whole game. So, yeah, the Falcons become the first team in NFL history to blow two 15-plus point fourth-quarter leads in the same season. And they did it in back-to-back weeks. You know, the Saints may not be doing great things, but at least having the Falcons to laugh at has been really helpful. The Rams and the Bills game? Hey, that was a good one. We didn't watch it. And the Rams almost pulled off a tie for the greatest road comeback in the history of the NFL. They were down 28-3, to got the lead late in the game, but the Bills said no. No, 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 Also, Rams, you probably shouldn't have done that pass interference. The Bengals-Eagles game. Please. Please. No. No, no, no. So I didn't watch that game. Oh, but did I get the chance to see the ending of it through, like, reading about it and stuff? Okay, Bengals. I get it. They punted, like, with, what, two minutes to go in the game? It was fourth and 23. They were at their own seven. Yeah, you punt the football in that situation because you'd rather not give the team a free win. You'd rather not give the Eagles a free win. So the Eagles have the ball. And then you get to like a fourth and something. And it's like, okay, well, we got to line up for a field goal. So how'd you, I'm sorry, excuse me one second. They were going to go for it first. They were going to go for it. Delay a game. Okay. Still in field goal range. You got a really good kicker. False start. Okay. There's 23 seconds left. So you go for it, right? I'm asking, don't you just go for it there? Or isn't it like a 50-something yard field goal by that point? I don't know. You know what you don't do if you're the Eagles? You don't punt it. But they did. The Eagles decided, you know what we'll do? We'll just we'll, we'll punt the ball. We'll, we'll punt it. Because that makes sense. That game ended in a tie. Because surrendering was apparently better than trying. Dude, this is the Bengals we're talking about. You really thought their kicker would have been able to do something? Did you not see the pressure they were getting on Burrow? By the way, there was a hit on Joe Burrow that I saw where it was like, okay, that looked personal. Or I'm sorry, I took that personal. Like you just don't mess with Joe Burrow that way. Like I'm sorry he's our adopted son and we are going to beat the crap out of you for that one. That's how that's how it is. You just don't make those kinds of cheap hits. It was it was low. Speaking of low, how did I choose Washington to beat Cleveland? The answer is I thought Washington was a pretty decent team, but Cleveland was apparently better. Oh well. That was one of my bad hot takes. Titans beat the Vikings because the Vikings decided... What if we just give you the game? That would be easier than trying and doing anything. What if we just give you the game? And that's what the Vikings did. Because... I don't get how the hell the Vikings are 0-3. They're a good team. How are they 0-3? How are the Titans 3-0? and They're not playing like a 3-0 and team. They're not playing... With any sort of talent, they've played teams that they either should have. It's like they've been gifted games. They were gifted a win. They were gifted that win on a Monday night. Just trying to remember it. That Monday night win. Gaskowski couldn't hit anything, but the Broncos said, "Here, just take this game. Just take it. Just take this game." The Titans kept saying, "No, you take this game. No, no, please take this game." But then at the end, they were like, okay, why not? And then Gostkowski hits the field goal, because of course he does. So, yeah, Vikings, what the hell is wrong with you? Fix your stuff. At least you have Justin Jefferson. Great. That's not going to help you much. Patriots beat the Raiders. I got that one right. I also picked the Titans to beat the Vikings, in case you weren't aware of that. Uh, Yeah, Patriots beat the Raiders. I thought the Patriots were a better team than the Raiders. The Raiders are 2 and. We're 2-0 at the time. Yeah, but the Saints played like crap. Uh, The 49ers beating the Giants. Yeah, I had the 49ers beating the Giants. I don't know why you would have thought the Giants were actually going to be a decent team. Look, even though San Francisco sent out their taxi squad, it was still better than the Giants without Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones. who boy. Man, I feel so bad for you. Because... You're getting all this hate because you were picked at the wrong round. There there is no there is no reason for him to have been picked that high. The Giants needed something else. Maybe a linebacker. Whatever. Texans and Steelers, Steelers won that game 28 to 21. Uh Pretty good, didn't get to watch it. The Colts beat the Jets. What a shock. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, the 49ers-Giants game ended in a scorigami. 36-9 had never happened in the history of the NFL until that game. So, hooray. So the Panthers beat the Chargers. Somebody please explain to me how you managed to blow that game. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but here was my thing. So the Panthers don't have Christian McCaffrey. So what do they have? What do the Panthers have besides Christian McCaffrey? Oh, well, these are the Chargers, and they don't have this penchant for closing out games they should win. And I'm not just talking about the 2006 playoffs, because personal opinion. Oh my God, he should have just gone to the ground. Marlon McCree was going to the ground. He had like .3 .3 seconds to react, and then, what, Dion Branch makes an incredible play? Stop blaming Marlon McCree for something that isn't his fault. He should have held on to the ball better. Okay, but, like, sometimes you don't. I know those gloves can be pretty sticky, but, like, it just happens. It's not necessarily his fault. Cowboys, Seahawks, that was a beautiful game. I loved that game. Got to watch that whole game. Came down to the wire. Uh, the Seahawks are definitely one of those teams where it's like, oh, oh, this team is good. Oh, this team is very good. I think the Seahawks and the Packers are the two best teams in the NFC right now, and maybe the two best teams in the NFL. Maybe. Yes, the Chiefs are the third or top three. Bucks beat the Broncos. Nothing much to say there except, of course, uh, I had the Cardinals winning because reasons of obviousness. So here's 95% of people on ESPN picked the Cardinals to beat the Lions if they did a straight up, and the Lions somehow won it. The Saints play the Lions this upcoming week. Please win. Please win, Saints. You need to. Speaking of not winning, I was actually correct about the Packers and the Saints game because I thought the Packers were a better team. Uh, The Chiefs beat the Ravens. Yeah. What can I say? I remember, I think there's this promo thing by ESPN narrated by Samuel L. Jackson. It was like, no one can stop Lamar Jackson. And I thought, then how come they didn't make it out of the divisional round last year? Then how come the frickin' Browns beat them last year? Oh, it's different if it's a team like the Chiefs beating them. It's the Browns. It's the Cleveland Browns. You're supposed to beat them. Not only was it the Cleveland Browns, it was last year's Cleveland Browns. How did you lose that game? I know you beat them later, but one loss is still embarrassing. So now it's time for me to make my predictions. For this upcoming week. And I don't know if they got the football predictions upcoming for college. And if they do, I will do an extra little thing where I just say my predictions for that. I will go through the predictions uh, after I'm done with the NFL predictions. So, Broncos and Jets. Broncos. You know, I was going to say that... That Thursday night game tomorrow is going to be the worst thing in prime time this entire week, but after last night's debate, I don't think that's possible. Note, I did not watch the debate because I knew it was going to be an absolute train wreck. How did I know it was going to be an absolute train wreck? Did you not see it coming? Come on, presidential debates aren't that interesting to me. They're not that interesting in general. What's the point of them? This isn't 1960. It doesn't matter that much. People already pretty much know who they're going to vote for. The only one that really matters is the town hall, because that's where they talk to ordinary people, which I think is a weird statement. They just talk to people. That's not important. What is important is that the Bears and the Colts play each other on Sunday, and that should be an interesting game. You see, the Bears are 3-0. By sheer bullshit, they're 3-0. Congrats. The Lions gifted you a win. Congrats. The Giants gifted you a win. Congrats. The Falcons gifted you a win. So the question is, are the Colts in a giving mood as well? Or is Philip Rivers getting pissed off? It is so difficult to discern what will happen. I'm gonna say the Colts, just because I feel like and, by the way, as I keep repeating, I know absolutely nothing about the Colts. But, you know, feels kind of right. They're a good team. I think that'll be a decent game to watch. Jaguars and Bengals. Oh, boy. Oh, oh that's what, what a game that should be. You know, I don't know who's going to win that game, but football fans will lose. Football is going to lose. My goodness gracious. I think Gardner Minshew is a better player, but it'll be it'll be really interesting to see Burrow versus Minshew. But to be honest, will it really be a battle of the quarterbacks or a battle between who's gonna get sacked more? You got the Browns and the Cowboys. Cowboys, they're a good team. The Seahawks were just a better team. Saints and Lions, please don't blow this. Steelers, Titans, that's that's still listed as 1 o'clock. I'm going to make a prediction for it if the game happens. The Steelers are a better overall team. I think they'll win. The Titans have been gifted too many wins this year for it to be, like, normal. Plus, the Titans are dealing with their whole situation. They're not going to be able to be as great. Seahawks and Dolphins, if the Seahawks lose this game, man. Vikings, Texans... Oh boy, that is another game that I have no idea. The Texans are not winning the AFC South. Bold statement, but I considered them to be my pick because I'm stupid. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Don't don't trust me. I mean, what what really can you say? Who's better, the Vikings or the Texans? Just Vikings, because I flipped a coin in my head. Cardinals, Panthers, ah, Cardinals, Chargers, Bucks. The Bucks should beat them, but will they? We'll see. Ravens, Landovers, Washington football team, whatever you want to call them. Sadness. Utter sadness. Oh, I'm sorry. That's just another name for Washington. Yeah. If the Ravens lose the Battle of the Beltway, it will be pretty sad. Speaking of things that would be pretty sad, if the Rams lost, the Bills play the Raiders, and if the Bills win that game, I will be very happy. Because I like it when the Bills are good. Because they've never been good. But when they are, it's kind of funny because it's like chaos. Because, you know... A healthy dose of chaos is great for the world. Like, the Bills being good at football now. That's a healthy dose of chaos. Chiefs and Patriots. Ooh, a lot of people are picking the Chiefs over the Patriots, and I'm like, this is going to be a really good game, damn it. I don't know who to pick. I really don't. A lot of people are picking the Chiefs over the Patriots, but the Patriots are a very good team. The Chiefs keep running ramp. I'm going to say the Chiefs, but it will be closer than whatever the spread is. Eagles, 49ers, if the freaking 49ers lose this game. I know they're still sending out a taxi squad. Oh, the Monday night game is the Falcons and the Packers. If the Packers lose this game, delete your franchise. The Packers have now set an NFL record for most points within a team's first three games. Wow. Just. Wow. They're an offensive juggernaut. And Aaron Rodgers is pissed off. This is bad. Do you know why it's bad? Because when Aaron Rodgers is pissed off, and he's usually not pissed off, he tortures you. He tortures you, and he tells you, yeah, I'm still here. I'm, who do you think you are? I am. Aaron Rodgers is going on a full-on revenge tour, showing, oh, you're going to draft a quarterback in the first round? Oh, I see. No. No, he's not starting yet. No, I'm not over the hill. Watch as I torch this entire league and win an MVP award. I know, it seems odd to think that he would win the MVP. But right now, he might be the best quarterback in the NFL. Right now, he just might be the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't know. What I do know is I have to pick a score line for this Packers Falcons game. I think the Packers are gonna put a 40 on this defense, to be honest. Uh forty two and the Falcons. It'll depend on the whole situation regarding like receivers. Mm, twenty four. Forty two to twenty four. Forty two to twenty seven. Screw it. I've now submitted my picks and I've also been talking for about twenty minutes, Cheezum. That's that's a long time. So um, gotta think about this. Is that a NCAA football college pick'em? Is it ready for this week? Oh, it is. It is. So um, let's go through last week then. Um. So you had Auburn beating Kentucky, which I got right. Got 6 points out of a possible 10. Uh, uh, Got Florida beating Ole Miss. That happened. Kansas State beat Oklahoma. Amazingly. You had ULL beating Georgia Southern, which I picked that correctly. Iowa State beat TCU. That was a coin flip for me, and I pick TCU, unfortunately. Let's not talk about the LSU game. I picked that one wrong. Army beat, uh, I'm sorry. Army lost to Cincinnati. I got that right. Tennessee beat South Carolina. I got that one right. Florida State lost to Miami. Got that one right. And I missed the last game, but that was a game where I was, I was picking the underdog just because I do this underdog pick them every week for, uh, thing called Underdog Pick'Em through Reddit College Football. And actually, before I go, I will tell you my three underdog picks for this week because reasons. The first thing we got to do, though, is go through these 10 games. The first game is Texas and TCU. I think Texas will win that one. Alabama and Texas A&M. Bama. Memphis and SMU. That's going to be a tight game. Um... And I don't really know who's more prepared. I'm going to say SMU because they've played three games. Oklahoma State and Kansas. Oklahoma State. I think this is going to be the first time that Les Miles goes up against Oklahoma State. Yeah, it was possible that we could have done it in 2011, but then. Iowa State, you were the worst ever. Side note the 2011. Iowa State over Oklahoma State upset was one of the worst upsets in history because no one was pulling for it. Here's the thing you gotta understand. If Iowa State loses the game like they're supposed to, then Oklahoma State remains number two in the poll. This probably persists all the way to the BCS championship where we get a decent one, where it's LSU versus Oklahoma State. Yes, LSU probably beats them by 20 but it's a fun game. It isn't the absolute shit show we got in the end which no one wanted. Nobody wanted that BCS championship game to be LSU versus Alabama. Nobody at LSU at least. And probably even people at Alabama, they didn't want to see that either because the first game was a war of attrition that killed everyone's morale. It was it wasn't just a 9-6 to game. They were smashing into each other, and it was where, e-gads, that game should never have happened again. It ended 21 nothing. It was a blowout. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Because going up against that again, it wasn't going to be pretty. So that was the game, frankly, we all deserved. Screw you, Iowa State. All you had to do was lay down and die for the better of college football, and Nick Saban wouldn't have another natty, and frankly, we'd all feel better about that, wouldn't we? Anyway, off of my weird ramble, North Carolina and Boston College, UNC wins that game. If they don't, that'd be weird. Ole Miss and Kentucky, hmm. Lane train, question mark? Navy, Air Force. Ooh, this'll be weird. Air Force hasn't played a game yet. Navy's 1-1. and I got Navy. Auburn, Georgia. Georgia. Just better team. Oklahoma and Iowa State. Hey, speaking of Iowa State. But Oklahoma. Arkansas and Mississippi State. For the meme, I'm picking Arkansas. Because if Mike Leach manages to lose to Arkansas after beating LSU, that would be the most Mike Leach thing ever, wouldn't it? No, not really. I think the most Mike Leach thing ever was him getting his QB to throw for 600 freaking yards against LSU's defense. I got to pick a score for the Auburn-Georgia game. Georgia wins. Let's say mm, 24 to 20. I think 24 to 20 is a decent score and um yeah. hopefully hopefully i didn't screw up my picks so the underdog pick them just so you understand the gist of how it works you pick three games for the college football week and you pick upsets now the points you get for picking the upset wins are relative to the spread. So a bigger upset win is worth more points. So for example, last week, uh, there were only, I think, of all the games that were played, there were like four, five upsets. Which one, two, three? For, there were only four upsets. So if you pick a game and it doesn't end in an upset, you don't lose any points, but you don't gain any points. But if you pick a game and it ends up being an upset, you get points for the spread. So for example, Syracuse beat Georgia Tech. Syracuse was eight-point underdogs. So I picked Syracuse to beat Georgia Tech, got eight points for that. UTEP beat ULM. They were nine-point underdogs, so I got nine points for that. If you would have picked Kansas State to beat Oklahoma, you would have gotten 28 points. But, I also picked NC State to beat Virginia Tech. That was worth 7 points, but I didn't get it. Uh, And uh, just so you know, I've been doing this since the first set of games, and I have 55 points, which is tied for 7th. And the top person has 62 points. This week... My three upset picks are, of course, my meme pick of Arkansas over Mississippi State. It could happen. It probably won't. That's worth 18 points. Auburn over Georgia. Okay. I think I'm going to change that, actually. Uh. Something worth the same or relatively the same. Middle Tennessee, hold on a minute. Middle Tennessee is 7-point underdogs against Western Kentucky. Mm, I'm taking that one. Uh, Charlotte is 7-point underdogs against FAU. I'm taking that one. So, in the end, if I get everything correct, I will get a total of 32 points because I have 18 on Arkansas... 7 on Middle Tennessee. 7 on Charlotte. By the way, if you want to know what the craziest upset would be, uh, that is... the line of 28, Clemson and Virginia. If you pick Virginia, and Virginia somehow bullshits a win, they would get 28 points. We'll see what happens. Um, and it'll be interesting. And fun. And I've been talking for 30 minutes. And so... This has been a bonus my weekly picks and roundup of last week thing for me. Um so if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at capital B E N, Capital S, Capital L, Capital A, Capital S, P O R T S. You can find me on Instagram at B Schluter L A. Uh, this has been a bonus picks episode of Outward Thoughts. The next episode of Outward Thoughts should be out Saturday. I'm going to say Saturday. Yeah. And it it seems weird, but, you know, college stuff can be a little weird, especially during these times. So you'll see it then it will not be on the NFL thing. That's going to be the next episode. It will instead be a ramble on about why there are certain entitled fan bases in sports. And this all came about because of the Lakers making the finals. Yes, I'm a salty Pelicans fan. I still have room to talk here. So, hopefully you've enjoyed this long ramble, and until next time, bye-bye!